Today is Friday, September 15th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Following the chaotic end to Hunter Biden's last attempted plea deal, he was indicted yesterday by DOJ special counsel David Weiss on three counts related to illegal possession of a firearm. Specifically, they allege that he made false statements on a form when he purchased a firearm in 2018 and brought a charge for possession of a firearm while using a narcotic. Say what you will about Hunter Biden. In my book, this is a win for gun safety laws. Hunter's indictment comes just a few days after House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced the launch of an impeachment inquiry into President Biden for his business dealings with his son. I will just note that the depth of this formalized Freudian projection is quite legendary. But that is not my point. The point is that all of this is going on amidst the end of the federal budget on September 30th. Yes, it is almost time for yet another potential government shutdown if they aren't able to pass legislation for next year's federal budget in the next two weeks. That vote is being hindered by House Republicans who are suddenly not on board with the blueprint of the spending plan that Kevin McCarthy had already agreed upon back when they negotiated spending during the fight over the debt ceiling a few months ago. Remember that one? Wish I didn't have to. And as we reported earlier this week, members of Kevin's own party, such as Matt Gates, are threatening to remove him as speaker if he doesn't fight for their budget demands, even though such a vote would never mathematically succeed. It has really never been more clear why Mitt Romney wanted out of this bullshit. As of this recording at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, the United Auto Workers Union is on the verge of launching its first ever strike against all three big U.S. auto companies, General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, which makes Jeeps. So assuming no agreement was reached by midnight, the union is striking after weeks of unsuccessful negotiations. UAW President Sean Fain said that the union will initially strike at a limited number of targeted locations at each company and broaden them if talks remain unsuccessful. And with this strike, the UAW is adding to the over 350,000 workers in the U.S. who have gone on strike in 2023, with their 150,000 members responsible for producing almost half of the light vehicles that are manufactured in the U.S. The two parties remain far apart on the terms they want for wages, benefits, defined benefit pensions, and company-financed health care in retirement, amidst a 32-hour work week. There is absolutely no way they got those things by midnight. New reporting from the Washington Post reveals that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis took at least six undisclosed trips on private jets, as well as accepted lodging and dining at the behest of donors during the period between his election in November of 2018 and his inauguration as governor in 2019. One donor was the home builder Maury Hosseini, who flew DeSantis to the Augusta National Golf Club and supplied a golf simulator to the governor's mansion, before later benefiting from $92 million in federal pandemic funding that was steered to him by the DeSantis administration for a highway project. DeSantis did not report the flights or hospitality as gifts or campaign contributions. While as governor-elect, he would have been required to report all direct and indirect gifts that are worth over $100, including transportation, lodging, and food, as they can be considered in-kind campaign contributions. And in light of this news, I am not going to be calling him Meepal Ron anymore. I am going to be calling him Governor Ron Disclosure. 
Speaking of money, you probably remember that Alex Jones owes $1.5 billion in damages to the families of Sandy Hook victims. According to the latest court filings, Jones has made none of those payments, but he did report $93,000 in personal spending to the court in July, up from the $75,000 he spent in April, which does not even include legal costs and attorney's fees. The filings show that in July, Jones spent $7,900 on housekeeping, over $6,300 for meals and entertainment, not including the $3,400 spent on groceries, and over $11,000 for his second home, a lake house in Texas. Somebody should consider a collab with Erica Jane on It's Expensive to Be Me. For our final story today, we are again on the money beat with a throwback character. You may remember Kim Davis, the now former county clerk in Kentucky who sparked a national uproar in 2015 after she refused to issue marriage licenses to same-sex couples in the course of her job on the grounds that it violated her religious beliefs. A federal jury has now awarded one of those couples $100,000 in damages after finding that Davis has violated their constitutional rights. She is, of course, appealing the case to the 6th U.S. Circuit Court if they decide to hear it. Kim, there's people that are dying. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.